0: Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson, only on L.A. Talk Radio.
2: Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Family Planet 365. I am your host, Melina Jackson, and I am so thrilled to finally be talking to you again. Do you know what today is? Yeah, it's Friday, but this is a very, very exciting day because as you may or may not already know, Family Planet 365 is actually in season two. However, we had a longer than planned hiatus as we looked for a new home and I'm super excited to announce today that we found our new home, which is L.A. Talk Radio. And if you don't already know, we will be here every Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time. So all you have to do is you can listen live or you can go to the Family Planet 365 page and listen um, as you will or whenever it's available, whenever you're available to listen. So I'm super excited about today's show, our pseudo sort of inaugural show, right? Right we are going to be talking about touch and healthy relationships. Now, as you know, Family Planet 365 is about how to uplift and empower families so that we can live our best lives now because too often as a mom of four, I hear moms saying, oh, you know, maybe one day or when the children are older or once, you know, um, we get everyone potty trained. No, life is about, it's about celebrating life every day, and especially family because when you have that, happy family and I know every day isn't going to be perfect but we do get to choose our mindset and we get to choose what we are going to celebrate and we choose happy you choose happy the outside world doesn't really um, affect your happiness as much as you like to think it's actually a choice so my big thing is especially as a mom we want to make sure that we know we can be um, we are our children are watching us and I, I, I do this. I say families, but I'm really doing this for the next generation because I feel like when a child is brought up in a happy home, and it doesn't have to be a million dollar home or, you know, a home in the hills, which are great, you know, hello. But home is where the heart is, and I know that's just like oh, cliche, but it's so true. Children really don't care as long as there's happiness, then that's all they need, and that's why we're here. We're here to uplift and empower you so that you know as a mom, as a dad, that you're not alone. And that's one of the reasons why um, today's topic is really important and close to my heart because I'm really big on educating families and parents, especially today. A lot of us are working, and we're looking for people to keep our kids, sometimes anybody who will keep the kids, um, just so that we can do our 9 to 5 or do whatever it is we're here to do. And touching and re- healthy relationships is a, a topic that I learned about from this amazing company called Kid Power. They're a nonprofit organization who, um, what they do is they educate families on, you know, bullying, how to keep kids safe, um, uh, touching healthy relationships. Because a lot of times kids think, oh, or families think, you know, don't talk to strangers. But a lot of times it's not strangers who are sexually abusing children. And I know that this topic might be, eh. It's not the fluffy topic, but I kind of just wanted to come in and just get in there with some information that you could use today. So I'm excited about bringing our guest on who's going to talk to us, um, Dinlan from Kid Power, about touch and healthy relationships. If you're just tuning in, I am Melina Jackson, and I'm your host for Family Planet 365, which is our weekly podcast here at LA Talk Radio, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Now another guest we're gonna have because it is tax season. So again, we need to get our taxes together, and I just want to make sure that you know what tips and tools—I won't say tricks—but tips and tools you can use to make sure that you are filing taxes smart for your family. So that's gonna be with Bianca um, from TaxSmart. So we have two great guests coming up, and I'm so excited but first I want to share with you um, information about our preschool fairs. Our 2018 preschool fair tour is up and running. We are actually kicking off our first fair in Santa Clarita on Saturday, January 27th from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. and that is going to be at the center. So make sure you are there and A special treat that I am so excited to share with you about, everything goes hand in hand around here, but we're actually offering a free 45-minute interactive workshop for parents only who want to learn more about how to protect their children from sexual predators, and our very own, Denlin, will be leading that workshop. And the workshop is actually on the same Saturday at the preschool fair, and it goes from 12.30 until 1.15. Now you must RSVP for that event. Unlike the preschool fair, you can just show up. But with the workshop, we need to know you're coming because we are offering free onsite childcare as well. So here I am, we're doing this thing. We're trying to make sure that you get the information you need And you have the support because, like, what's the number one concern every time we get invited somewhere? Who's going to keep the kids? Well, we got you covered. So make sure you go to Eventbrite and look up the Santa Clarita Preschool Fair. And you'll find information about um, how to register and location and time and all that good stuff. And if you haven't already, make sure you take the time to like us on Instagram under Family Planet 365, we're on Facebook and Twitter. And it's Family Planet 365, Planet 365, all goes together, um, to keep it simple. So there you have it. And what else did I want to share with you? Oh, and if you are not able to make the um, Santa Clarita Preschool Fair, the tour dates are on the website. So find a preschool fair at a city near you, which you can find that site. You go to it's a b it's b i t dot l y slash mypreschoolfair dot com. No, actually, it's b i t slash slash mypreschoolfair. There is no dot com because it's a smart URL. Alrighty, then let me see here. So I am going to text, um, my guest to make sure that she's ready to go, because we're going to get her on. I'm going to introduce Dinlin. She is, um, let's see here. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I actually was thinking about when I was writing the show, I said, you know, it would be cool to have, like, Melina's five faves. And, because I love using the word fave, and so I'm like, you know what? It would be cool to, um, have that segment, and that's something I'm going to add because I think it's really important to... You know how you, like, on all these social media, and you might see somebody... I know I'm like this. You might see someone who's wearing, like, a cool shirt, or their hair looks cool. I'm the type of person, like, hey, how are you? Who did your hair? Where'd you get that shirt? And a lot of times, people tag things now, so it makes it super easy, but the issue is, a lot of times, if they have a lot of followers, when they put that tag there, then they um, often sell out. The item sells out. So that's, like, the tough part for me. But anyway, I digress. Where am I going with this? I want to make sure that I share with you some things that are working in my life. Because, you know, as a mom, as a parent, we want to know, like, hey, what's out in the market that's working? Um, I'm not getting paid. Like, it's not a paid ad or anything. It's really, like, something that I'm using in my life that is helping me make my life easier because it's about like be having an easier life streamlining things i like to be organized i don't like to rush so i want to share those things with you so i am going to be curating some of the things that i already have in my life products services um that i can share with you because honestly that's why i'm here and that's why we're here because we're all connected in some form or fashion all right so we're going to um, bring on our next our first guest actually, And I'm going to introduce her. Dinlan Doty is from Kid Power, Los Angeles. She is a Kid Power, Los Angeles program specialist and instruct, instructor. She has 14 years of experience teaching Kid Power social safety skills to protect and empower children and families to equip educators and social service professionals with tools to empower the youth and families that they serve. Denlin has extensive experience teaching age and ability appropriate skills to people of all ages with an emphasis on protection and skill development in early childhood in order to help young people be safe from bullying, abuse, and other violence. Denlin coordinates and leads workshops for parents families and professionals serving children and that ladies and gentlemen is why she will be featured at our preschool fairs this year hi Danlin. hi melina how are you i'm well how are you good am i coming in
0: clear enough i hope i have a good
2: signal you absolutely are coming in free and clear I, i hear you you're good Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you for having me on today. Yeah, you're welcome. And and thank you for being here. I'm glad I was able to get the number to you. I saw the text. I was like, ah. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we smoothed that out. Yeah. Uh, It's a great time to be talking
0: about this as well in so many ways in the the media. People are bringing up the issue of boundaries being crossed um, of adults and of children. So it's a really relevant time to be talking about preventing abuse, and how we speak up about
2: boundaries, and how we define healthy touch and relationships. I like that, Dylan, because that was one of my concerns, like, when I decided, you know, what's going to be my theme for 2018 with the preschool fairs, and what can I, what message can I get out to parents, and then all this stuff, like, when immediately I thought about, okay, I know I want to talk to Kid Power, Um, okay, and I started looking at the side, I'm like, oh, touch and healthy relationships, I like that. Because a lot of times, you know, parents think, oh, it's a stranger. Don't talk to strangers when it's right there sometimes in your own home or in your family. But then all this stuff started happening in the news, and it made me kind of take a step back. I'm like, uh, I don't really want to, like, be associated with that. And I don't want to, like, I don't I don't really believe in, like, instilling fear in children or parents to do the right thing or to think differently. But I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go with this. You know, maybe it is every, you know, the stars and the moon are aligning. Maybe this is the right message that we need to talk to parents about right now. So thank you for bringing that up because that was a concern that I had that, you know, maybe I'm just trying to um, ride the coattails of the news media and all the craziness that's going on, but that's not the case. So thank you. Well, what
0: we say is that it's, it is important to be aware of potential problems, but Mm -hmm. if we have awareness of problems without connecting it to action And without connecting it to action that we can take and that our children can take, that awareness can lead to more fear and more stress, which makes us less safe. So in Kid Power, we remind parents that when we're talking about safety with our children and we're practicing, more importantly, we're practicing safety skills with our children, we want to do so in a way that's calm and matter-of-fact we don't have to be thinking about in fact we shouldn't be thinking about the scary things that could happen to our kids we want to think of a simple everyday situation that could come up when we're practicing the skills so that our fear doesn't translate into that moment children learn best when their grown-ups in charge are calm and in charge and they learn even better when they're having fun but when it comes to practicing a safety skill with our child what we would say at kid power is that Instead of this scary lecture, Mm -hmm. this serious scary lecture that comes, you know, maybe after something bad has happened or when we feel they're old enough, that's just not going to be effective. And by instilling fear, we can be doing a disservice to our children. Instead, we want to introduce safety concepts Mm -hmm. early and often in the real world and in our everyday lives. Something well, dude, like, you brought up to me in email is yeah. something so simple that we don't want to force children yeah. to give affection. Mm. And for us grown ups, that can be very challenging. Uh, what stops a lot of people from intervening for safety is embarrassment, yeah. inconvenience, and offense. We don't want to offend grandma by saying she she doesn't feel like a hug right now. And of course, grandma means no harm that when we tell a child to give their body to another person for that person's feelings, Mm. we're accidentally sending them a dangerous message. So what we can do to help our children be safe years down the line and in those moments is to honor their boundaries. We can model healthy boundaries. So for example, if our two or three-year-old says, no hug, maybe even playfully, we can say with a cheerful face, okay, you get to choose. Mm. When, we're, when we notice a family member maybe trying to force affection, we can speak up for our child and say, I'm sorry, Uncle Paul, it looks like Sophia doesn't like that right now. Maybe she can just do a high five, and you can ask her, would you like to do a high five instead? And if they say no, you can say, oh, she doesn't feel like touch right now. We still yeah. love our time with you, but she gets
2: to choose. That takes full consciousness, though, because I know as a as a mom, I would say, give her a hug or get over there. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, I mean, of course. Full, just full disclosure. It's like, you don't really think like to even talk like that. So it's... Of course. It really takes it's, some training it's on It's building a on. new muscle. Yeah, for sure. And just being aware. Now... Can you give me an example? I do like that you talked about, you know, hey, can we do a high five? May- oh, she doesn't feel like touch right now. And you think, like, a hug is so harmless, but that t- that is touch. And sending that message to the child that you get to choose, you get to choose.
0: Yeah, it, inst- it instills such a powerful body confidence in them. And, of course, we love affection. I'm a mother of a young child. I mm-hmm. love hugs and kisses. And so often my daughter will come tackle me with a wonderful hug and kiss. And so it's not that we're saying that affection is bad in Mm -hmm. any way, Mm -hmm. but that it's always, should be a choice. And what I tell my daughter, and a a very simple example of this is, let's say we need to cross the road, and I need to hold her hand for safety, and she says no. I can say something like, I know you don't want to hold hands, but some things are not a choice. This is about safety, so I have to hold your hand. It doesn't have to sound this formalized. I'm just trying to speak clearly on the okay. radio. <laughs> it's working. Uh, but also, you know, it, but then in feeling, I when I had my child and I decided, you know, I'm not going to force affection, and I decided to let her choose something like no kiss, no hug, it didn't in any way stop my daughter from giving me hugs and kisses. She is an incredibly affectionate child. But it helps give her that body confidence, and it's also important that for her as a really affectionate child, if she goes to bear hug another kid and they don't feel like it, mm-hmm. that could have crushed her feelings. And what she's learned and what I try to teach her is, if someone doesn't want to give you a, a hug, does that mean you're bad? No. Does it mean they don't like you? No. It just means they don't feel like a hug. And it helps her accept boundaries, so that she's not pushing other people.
2: Okay, yeah, because it's you get what you get. I, I understand that. So you teach them actually when they are like, if you know, you go up to hug someone, and for whatever reason they don't want the hug, you tell you know you can train them like what here's what that looks like, so that it can translate into their lives when you know perhaps they might not want to have a hug or give a hug at that time. I like that.
0: Yeah, and it's so simple, and it is a new muscle. You know, what we say at Kid Power is that a child's safety is more important than our embarrassment, inconvenience, or offense. We have so many things that were taught to us, you know, especially as women,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but about appeasing other people's feelings automatically. And what we challenge people to do is to really have a deeper check-in with themselves or their child. Do I feel comfortable doing this? Am I doing this on autopilot? Or am I doing this because this is my principles and this is my intuition? And that, of course, is a challenge. And, of course, none of us are going to be perfect all the time. But so what we can do is to exercise those muscles that, that call attention to helping our child build those boundaries and feel those boundaries out for themselves.
2: And then, Lynn, what would you say about Spend the Night? I know that's really popular right now in my household. And one of the things I tell my children is, you know what, if I don't feel right about it, I'm the, it, the answer is no. It just it doesn't feel right. And I've had this situation with my son. He's 12. And, you know, he. I'm just, I don't know. I just have so many reservations about it. And I do communicate certain things with him. Like, I, it just doesn't feel right. Or can you just have a play date, you know, just come over for the day? But how do you feel about, um, like, what's a a good um, tool or, I don't know, something to have in your, in your toolkit to know, like, should your child spend the night? Because I've heard horror stories about, you know, the child was over at the house, and sometimes it might be an older sibling, like the, the child's friend might have an older brother or sister, and a lot of times that can lead to sexual abuse or some sort of inappropriate behavior. What right. are your thoughts so- on that?
0: We have an amazing article on this, actually,
2: mm-hmm.
0: in www.kidpower.org okay. is our website. If you look on the menu bar, you'll see library mm-hmm. uh, or resources, and there's a tremendous amount of free resources available there, everything from short videos of how you can do you know a puppet show on stranger safety for a 3 year old that is mm. so simple about like oh if you notice a dog at the park you've never met before move away and check first you know something simple like that oh. we also have an art uh free art library of articles and there's a phenomenal article called walking to school okay and is it it's it, it's we use the example of walking to school School, but it's any time you're wondering if your child is ready for a new freedom or a new responsibility or privilege. For this example, might be spending the night. It kind of goes through some things you can do to decide if your child's ready and then prepare them. So, for any time anyone's going to be in charge of our children, we really encourage parents to spend a good amount of time with that person and and get to know how do they respond to emotional upset? How do they navigate other people around the children? Um, I have some friends where I've spent a lot of time with them and I see the way they navigate the world and their own children, and I feel confident about my daughter spending time with them without me. Then I have other people who I like, but I maybe had an intuitive feeling, like you said, which Mm -hmm. we do honor. Or I just disagree with a way that they deal with, say, meltdowns or strangers. So I choose to be with my child when they're with that person. So part of it is really feeling out how you feel about the adults in charge. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like they would communicate with you about problems? Do you have a very trustworthy relationship with them? And then secondly, your child. So when we want... We want to notice in, in our regular lives if our child is showing a strong grasp of concepts we would want them to have for this new privilege. So let's say for walking to school, mm. do we notice when we're out in the world with our child? Do, do they seem aware of what's happening around them? Are they, you know, if they notice, for example, maybe something unsafe happening across the street. Let's say a, a person that looks like they might have challenges. Mm-hmm. Mentally, or with acting safely, does our child notice this problem and take action? Like maybe, oh, that doesn't look so good. Let's cross to this side of the road. You know, are they are they showing a strong command of the skill set they need to confidently do this new skill? Do you do they talk to you about problems with friends? Um, do you feel when you you know when I notice my daughter play with certain friends? some friends she might be able to set boundaries with and say stop pulling my arm I don't like that and then maybe with other friends she might not really be showing that she is able to confidently navigate a conflict with them and so kind of taking all that in about both the adults that are going to be in charge and how what stage you think your child is at.
2: Okay I like that and I would definitely look at the um the resources page on kidpower.org because that's that's really that's a critical piece just to make sure that your child is even equipped for that new responsibility because it is a responsibility and that's one of the things I tell my son and I know we um, in this conversation I want to focus on the younger children but just thinking about like as they grow have they you know been educated have we like you said exercised that new muscle on how to navigate the world safely to protect yourself um, one of the things I know that I'm really big about because I can't remember if Ellen from Kid uh, Kid Power shared this with me or if I read it somewhere, but it talked about the rule of keeping no secrets. Like keep no secrets. Yeah, that's really big. Like I even tell my seven-year-old, "I'm like, you know, we don't keep secrets, and there's no whispering." Can you tell me? Can you just elaborate or elaborate on that a little bit about you know teaching your kids to keep secrets and and with the power in that? Yes, yes. So.
0: Especially with young children, really young children, we encourage no secrets because for a very young child distinguishing between a surprise, let's say that is safe, something like a surprise birthday cake, and a secret that is unsafe, maybe a touch or a game that is unsafe, is that is too much burden to put on them and too much developmentally it's better safe than sorry for especially for young children to just go with no secrets we don't keep secrets something as simple as a child saying to another child or an adult predatory type i don't keep secrets Mm. or no thank you i don't keep secret presence can stop in their tracks that person from choosing your child as a target (sighs) unfortunately secrecy is something that is cultivated very early yes. by folks who are targeting a child mm-hmm. for molestation. Uh, we w- grooming. Now, of course, when grooming. we're talking with our kids, we don't use words like molestation and grooming. This is, of course, for adult education here that I'm talking about. Okay. This. But a simple role play where we say something like, let's pretend I'm your friend and I say, let's keep this tickle game a secret. Mm-hmm. We don't make it a scary game. You can have your child practice putting their hands up and saying, touch is not a secret. And we do that because we want to encourage our children to talk with us about all kinds of touch. Touch is never a secret. Something as simple with, you know, if you're changing a very young child, you're helping them clean up after potty, we can say something like, I'm going to clean up your private areas. That's okay because I'm your grown up in charge. And this is not a secret. And with our children, we want to encourage them to talk about things. So a way that we can help our children not keep secrets from us, uh, we tell parents they can get their Academy Award here, Mm -hmm. is that when our child comes to us with something, If it feels trivial, like they're like, Mom, I really need to tell you something. And then, you know, you go to them and they say, I think that, you know, my toy unicorn is sick and needs to go to the doctor. (laughs) We can say something if we're really busy, you know, we don't have time to take it all in. We can say something like, thank you for telling me. I'm busy doing the dishes, so maybe that's a game we can play later. But instead Um, of shutting them down and shaming them out of telling us something. But also, if they come to us with something like, Hey mom, I want to tell you something. You know, so and so has to play with my private areas mm-hmm. instead of exploding. Yeah, like, that? yeah. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah. We
0: can Stay calmly calm. say, "Wow, mm-hmm. thank you for telling me." What else happened? Mm-hmm. Because we want, we do not want them to shut down and internalize our reaction.
2: Because you said children so when respond they come better. To us. Go you ahead. You said children respond better when we are calm adults, or something you said in the beginning of the show. About us staying, yeah, being yeah chi- com- chi-
0: children learn better and are safer when their adults are calm
2: okay got it
0: so yeah we 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 say over and over and often with our children in small ways touch is not a secret just out and about in the world games are not a secret you know if we need to discipline our child let's say they're about to hit another kid and we stop their arm we grab their arm you know, we can say something like, I know this is not your choice, me grabbing your arm. I know you don't like this, but this is not, this is about safety and I have to grab your
2: arm. And it's not a secret. You can tell the whole world mm-hmm. that mom grabbed your arm to stop you from hitting. I like that. And so Dylan, are these some of the tools we're gonna to be learning at the the interactive workshop at the preschool fair for parents? Yes, yeah,
0: so in our in our workshop at the preschool fair, I'm going to be giving parents uh, practice opportunities with these skill sets. It's Mm -hmm. going to be, I'll present a concept like we've done here. But then instead of just talking about it, we're going to turn to a partner next to us and practice just how we practice with our child. So how we could say something to our child and have them practice. So say, let's pretend I'm having so much fun tickling you and I'll put up tickle hands. And you want me to stop, put your hands up and say, please stop. And it'll be a simple role play where parents can practice how they would use the skill with their young child. I love
2: it. I love that. And I'm so looking forward to it. Like I mentioned before, you know, make sure you find a preschool fair in a city near you in Southern California because Dinlin will be attending the preschool fairs and leading a 45-minute interactive workshop to teach you the safety tools that you should be, you could be, you know, coaching your children. Like you said, these are tools that we can, the kids will grow up. And we teach them early on, like how to use that muscle. So that's super important. Denlin, thank you so much for being here. Tell us again where we can find you. If you visit, there's a few ways
0: to find me. Email Denlin, Mm -hmm. D-E-N-L-I-N, at kidpower.org. You can also email safety at kidpower.org. And that can go through our central office, which will connect you to me. And please do visit www.kidpower, all one word, no dot org. We have tremendous free resources online. You can search our article on anything. You know, you can put in teenagers and boundaries, sleepovers, summer camp. You can do a search, and we'll likely have an article there that gives you simple language and a clear skill set to apply to that situation. And if you have a question that you don't see in our library of answers, write to us. That's how our articles get produced. We had a teacher say, help, how can I address bathroom accidents with kids? And we produced an article for that. It was a great question. So please do take advantage of these resources. Um, Parents always write to us that, you know, a simple article really helped solve a huge issue they were having in their home.
2: I love it. And that's Kidpower dot org. Super simple. That's um, kidpower.org.
0: Awesome. And we come, you know, we come to schools, we come to churches, we come to private parent groups. We can send me out as an instructor to work with any group. We don't turn away people for lack of funds. We do try our best to make sure that money is never a reason that someone wouldn't have safety education.
2: And thank you for your service, Dinlan. I appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you. I I so appreciate you pulling in all these resources for parents. Wonderful.
2: Yes. It's teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Well, I look forward to seeing you next Saturday, Denlyn, and um, we'll go from there. I can't wait to see, to learn all the things that you have to teach us in this workshop.
0: Thank you so much, Melina. It's an honor. Have a beautiful day.
2: You too. Thanks, Denlyn. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back I'm going to bring on Bianca you have your tax questions ready or anything to do with family and how to file taxes properly to make sure that we get all of the tax breaks that are legal and effective in our household Um, more when we come back
1: You're listening to Family Planet 365 with Melina Jackson only on LA Talk Radio
2: All right. So how was that? That was so awesome. I mean, so many great jewels in learning about, you know, just empowering your children and feeling empowered. And it's interesting to, to think about, you know, how you should talk to your child in any situation. And I'll be the first to admit, it's kind of hard because then it's like, you know, sometimes you feel embarrassed when your child doesn't want to hug someone, but that's our problem, not theirs. So anyway, be sure to um, go back and listen, like just really take this all in especially if you are parents of preschoolers that's a huge um age to start you know just really teaching them about what's going on in the world and how to be safe for that matter so i'm going to bring on our next guest who is bianca banella from tax smart out in orange county tax smart has been available to clients in orange county for over four years i just had a a brain um, pause here but Bianca is here today to share with us more about how we can file taxes smartly and that's what I love about her the name of her company is tax smart because who doesn't want to be tax smart tax smart is a boutique agency that focuses on bookkeeping and taxes clear and simple welcome Bianca are you there so happy to be here yes it's so happy I'm so glad to talk to you (laughs) I'm like oh it's tax time where's Bianca so thank you for being here (laughs) Bianca how have you been it's
1: been great um I mean last time I was there was it being like but two years now right
2: yes two years yeah KHTS uh-huh wow we had so much fun I'm happy
1: to to be back and be sharing more some more tips I know there's a lot going on with the new tax reform, and people have a lot of questions. But you know, 2017 tax filing is here, um, mm. and, and we're still not making any any changes for this year as far as the reform goes. So,
2: oh, really? So okay. So working with saying. the same
1: rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. so I'm sure we're going to have another talk about
2: that. <laughs> yeah. But are you are you getting pretty busy, or like, have you run into any interesting um, dilemmas with clients at all?
1: Uh, no um, a lot of people have questions um, as we all know there's been a lot of changes and there will be more changes for 2018 tax filing season um, so my one of my recommendations will be like before you go out um, file talk to a tax professional make sure that you have someone you, you can talk to about how all this change is going to affect for the next year um, so you can tax plan okay. for 2018 I um, see. As far as what this filing season goes, the IRS is opening uh, January 29th. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's when the, the official filing day begins for 2017. We're waiting for that, making appointments, mm-hmm. getting phone calls, getting our clients ready.
2: Well then, okay, so that's good to you know because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, you think about when you, taxes and children, of course, we you know preschool, you can write preschool um, tuition off. What about those extracurricular activities? Like, kids are doing so much today, and what I'm finding, Bianca, like, you know how you you used to be able to to sign your child up for ballet, and they go one day a week. Now ballet schools want them to be there three days a week, which means more money, and then even with sports. Like, sports is no longer once a week. It's like twice a week and then a game. Can you write that stuff off? Like, what are some tips um, for a household, like a family, to look at the expenses and how they could possibly save during tax season?
1: I would say if if to put your kids on an after school program, go and look for those profit organizations mm-hmm. where you know you can volunteer your time you mm-hmm. can some of them might be deductible, but like by the way unfortunately it's not a deduction um if you have your kids in sport, it's not a deduction uh, it, unless it's it's a child care if it's a child care. Yeah. Um, you know, they are actually taking care of your kid while you both of the parents go out to work and you guys are earning money, then that might be a deduction.
2: But let's back up. So, you said when you're looking at these extracurricular activities for your child or children to choose a non nonprofit. Now, can you elaborate on that? I never thought of that before, but Bianca.
1: Yeah, so um, most of the parents, like, let's just give examples of the late, right? So, it's a couple hours usually the mom or the dad will take the kids and, and that is not a child care. Uh, it, it's also probably a non not a non profit organization. So it's not gonna be a deduction in your taxes. So if you pick, for example, summer camp, right? So pick a, a summer camp that is provided by a nonprofit organization. Um, if you volunteer if you happen to volunteer some time or donate some equipment or donate unfortunately not time but you know if you if you volunteer to drive kids here and there you know the miles might be a deduction for you but they have to be a non-profit organization
2: okay because I did notice um that our local football team in Santa Cruz, they now have our .org and I noticed that and I was like oh they're non-profit so that's something to look to because look into because that could be a potential tax write-off if you donate something to them or, like you said, if you're driving the team maybe to a game, I don't know, or donating water bottles or water to the team, that could be a potential write-off. Is that what I hear you saying? Yes.
1: It all depends. I mean, there's 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 a lot of rules to, to okay. this, but it sounds like, yes. Yeah, for example, like I said, you, you choose a non you got to make sure that they're a non-profit. Okay. You have to have Documentation. You have to have. Um, maybe they can give you a letter of your donation, the amount that you donated. Um, you can track your miles if you're driving the kids here and there. Um, you know, if you happen to be traveling with them because I don't know, there's a field trip, or if you happen to pay for a hotel, um, that could be a potential deduction as well.
2: Bianca, what about, um, I'm thinking, uh, it just dawned on me what I wanted to share, and I can't remember now. Um, Oh, 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 what about newly divorced? Okay, so um, one of the things I always have to remember, like everybody's not a family and happy. There could be someone who got divorced last year Mm -hmm. in 2017. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice to that mom for filing taxes this year when she... um, or I guess it would be effective for 2018 then, if you got a divorce in 2017, right? So with that, does would you file taxes differently now if you are newly divorced? Um, well,
1: if, if the IRS requires you to file, your filing status is what you wear at the end of, of the, the end of the year. So okay. if you were together by December 31st, then you know it might be more convenient for you both to file together. Oh, okay. Um if you're still not legally divorced. If you can also be considered not not legally married for IRS purposes if you've are been separated for more than six months and they're being supporting your family, um, then you can be potentially maybe classified as a head of household or filing single if needed to. Okay. But then- or married, filing separate.
2: So there's yeah, many uh, options.
1: You, you, you really have to look at the situation, their income. You know, what is the most beneficial? What is the most beneficial filing
2: status for the family
1: to help them save on their on their tax?
2: But on Bianca, tax, this sounds like a lot of record keeping. Like, what advice? I mean, because most let's be honest, like most people don't think about like getting ready for taxes until it's due, but. The mm-hmm. ideal situation would be to be preparing for taxes all year. So I know the Correct. shoebox and the receipts, huh? But I know we've talked about uh-huh. <laughs> We've talked about how things are not now more modern, like you have apps for everything. What app would you recommend, yeah. Bianca? Just, they I'm just excited. Be thinking about, I, I love that. Yeah, because I know you're a digital gal. um Wait, So, there's a, a
1: lot of apps, and hopefully, everybody can um, probably check my story on Instagram um, oh. or, or Facebook, and I will be pretty much sharing my favorite app of the year oh, good. that I've discovered last year. But going by, and I do remember last show I was there, I mentioned the shoebox, and there's, I believe there's actually an app that's called Shuba. So pretty oh. much with your iPhone now, what you can do is download an app, and there's a lot of them. I, mean, I use two for my bookkeeping clients, one's called Hot Ducks, which I love, and I the know. other one's Receipt Bank. Okay. But there, those are, you have to pay a fee on a monthly fee, and that is more for like a business. Okay. But for like an individual family, where you wanna keep track of your char- your donations, your receipts, uh, you know, for, for, for your activities, and you can download any app that will keep an image of your receipt. So I have one that, that I really like. It's called um, um, TurboScan, and it's free. Um, you can just open the app, take a picture, and keep all the receipts in there. Um, I like that you can actually, at the end of the year, export all of those documents and into your computer and just create a file maybe called, uh, I don't know, 2017 Receipts, okay. or start a new okay. one for 2018. So just upload uploading them. Um, there's a lot of apps. I, I and there's a lot of them that are free for for family.
2: So um, Bianco, now when you do that app, like when you take the picture of the receipt, can you throw the receipt out, uh, or do you need to keep it? I w- You can throw it away. Mm. You don't need. I mean, usually they
1: fade. <laughs> you lose them. So as long as you get them, the habit and it's now it's like a habit. You get the receipt, snap a picture. You know, we're taking pictures of a lot of different things throughout the day. Yeah. You know, if, if it's any important document, any important receipt, snap a picture, keep it on, keep it on the app. Um, what I really like about this app is that they don't save um, the the image on your on your on your
2: on your phone on
1: photo. Right, so it keeps it separate, so you don't have to like go your back data. to all your pictures on mm-hmm. your phone and find the receipts. No, the, if you download the app, it's going to be
2: those images are going to be. And the app. And and what, what's I the name of that app? Backing know? them up in the computer. Mm-hmm. Wait, say that name again. Of the app, what's the app's name? TurboScan. TurboScan. <laughs> I really like that. Okay. Okay. So you say you recommend, though you take the picture and then you create a system where you are backing it up into your computer as well.
1: Yes, because if we're going to throw the receipt away, and you know, for some odd reason, you drop your phone in the water, or oh, you are going <laughs> to someone steals your phone, make sure you're backing up all
0: of your data,
1: either now the cloud, right, so you can pay an extra service to have it on the cloud or, or back it up in the computer so you have those those images right there, because
2: receipts are very important for any type of Receipts, receipts, receipts. That's what, yeah, because that's proof, right? I like that. So yep. you said that you are going to be sharing that. So tell us where we can find you on Instagram and Facebook. So you can Google uh, TaxSmart.
1: Okay. Um, on Facebook, we have our page called Taxmart. Tax you can follow us there. Okay. Um, our website is taxmartinc.com com. And on Instagram, you can follow us at TaxSmart, underscore, inc, I-N-C. And we're constantly, um, you know, sharing stories, tips, pictures. We want to, you know, get out there we are very active in the in the downtown santa ana community here in Orange county so we're always doing um promotions mm-hmm. and this year and last year for all the moms out there and single moms we i am probably planning on doing a webinar so people can just log in from anywhere and mm-hmm. and and have a we can have a little girl talk talk if that's what we call you it last year that was our promotion and we got a lot of women together in a room mm-hmm. and we we're just sharing stories and asking questions and everybody was just collaborating sharing tactics or you know I got divorced or you know my kids uh, I'm doing this and this was a tax deduction for my kids it was really nice
2: I really I like, like that and that's what I like about you that. Bianca because okay. you make taxes less daunting like you just I guess I don't know it's just because the way you approach it like you're into like the latest thing it's not like you're not really talking about QuickBooks which is nothing's wrong with QuickBooks as a business owner but there are just so many other things out there now so that's why when I want to talk about taxes and maybe I'll get some other questions for you after tax season to see like how everything went but it's just good to have someone who is excited about the industry and it's just not so dry and you know stale so thank you for your enthusiasm well, thank you so we, we
1: want to make it fun I know it's, it's- Nobody really likes taxes and really wants to talk about money. It's very stressful mm-hmm. time of the year um, for everybody, right? Especially for our tax preparers. We want to help everybody as much as we can, but also understand that we are just here to compile paperwork and fill out the forms and pretty much give the IRS a summary of what you, what you guys did throughout the year. Um, I highly recommend all my clients not to just talk to the tax preparer. Mm-hmm. At the end of taxes, no, you there's got to be a communication. Like, I'm getting divorced. How's this going to affect my um, taxes? oh my kid now is turning sixteen, seventeen. You yeah, know, I'm going to lose another deduction. What do I do? How can I save my money? And just shoot emails,
2: like a good tax person would be available all year to answer your questions okay. to help you plan, not like H and R Block just pops mm-hmm. up on. H, it's funny because like H&R Block will just pop up like I don't know where I'm like where have you been out here it's so funny to me but you're right like a good tax preparer they, not saying that they don't do that I'm just saying it's just you made me think they, about it. they that. do
1: have open offices I mean they're, real, they're really open for a great service really um, I used to work for
2: them so yeah I, oh, I know. but now you know, I, what, I, I have, I have my own
1: company so yeah, yeah that's
2: right <laughs> but I have, I have like nightmares about them because I just remember like being a grocery store clerk when I was in high school and I went and got my taxes prepared Bianca, I think they charged me, like, $300, girl. And I promise you I didn't make more than, like, 800 that year. But I just remember it being yes. so high and just thinking, like, wow. So when I think of that, that brand, that's what I go back to when I was 16. And I yes. Idea, so
1: what we so the difference between, oh, I don't know, a, a big company, mm-hmm. right, they do have um, the higher fees, I guess. Pazmar, we, we do have lower fees. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we have a flat. Fee service, so we'll tell you upfront how much it's going to cost you, and I mm-hmm.
2: can assure you it's going to be a lot cheaper
1: than. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, yeah, <laughs> so give sense. us a call. Um, okay. Uh, I I wanted to. Do, do you have any more questions for me? I, I I wrote down some of the tips you asked me to maybe share a few. You know what? So,
2: Yeah, what I will do is because for the sake of time, what we'll do is we'll include okay. them in the show notes for this podcast. I'll do that because we don't. Yeah. We, we ran out of time. We were talking about other things, so um, let's do that. Let's include them in the show notes. Um, so I'll email yeah. you after this, and that'll be good because it'll be written and then they can go back and look at those things. So I know you covered a lot of the questions that I already had about family, so that would be good if we could have that in the show notes.
1: And those were good questions about you know the childcare. That pretty much yeah. is a tax credit call.
2: The the um
1: the the child care,
2: so I like that. If they have questions, anybody that has questions about
1: you know, is these a deduction, feel free to give us a call. We are
2: here to help you. And what's your phone number? All your what's the number, Bianca, for tax smart?
1: Uh, our phone number is 714- mm-hmm. 714
2: um, Say that again, Bianca.
1: 714
2: 473 714- mm-hmm. 473- mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bianca. Bianca from Tax (laughs) Smart. Yeah, it was so fun to talk to you. And again, we'll include Bianca's other tips in the show notes. So be sure to download us, Family Planet 365, on iTunes, or you can find us on LA Talk Radio. All right. That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm your host, Melina Jackson, on Family Planet 365. I will talk to you next Friday. Bye for now. You're listening to Family Planet 365
1: with Melina Jackson, only on L.A. Talk Radio.